Hey, welcome back to Black Hair Care, No Chasing. So today's podcast is going to be about self-care for the hairstylist. I am definitely talking to my licensed professional hairstylist out there. I'm talking to my natural hairstylists that are working as professionals who spend their days um, making sure they take care of everybody else. Uh, We need self-care. And we don't need the freely self-care that looks like bath bombs and Calgon salts and just the wine in a glass. No, no, we need more than that. Um, If you don't know, I'm here to tell you that many people use hairstylists and barbers as free therapists. Um, They pay for their style, but they're not paying for the emotional and mental struggle that we go through um, getting their hair and their look the way that they want to. We don't pay for listening to their significant other problems, their drama with their baby mamas and their baby daddies. We don't get paid for listening to their drama at work and who they're dating from the job and why their kids act the way that they do or how their sister is jealous because uh, their house is bigger than hers or any of the other daily nonsense that comes along with just living an everyday life, right? So hairstylists are people first and they have their own ups and downs and then they're entrepreneurs. And so that opens up a whole new door of up and downs. And a lot of times they might be parents, but if they're not parents, they are somebody else's child or they're a sister or a brother or they're somebody auntie, uncle, or they're somebody's cousin. They have their own relationships. That's what I'm basically saying. They have their own relationships and those relationships come with their own challenges, right? So here's this beautiful, creative human that has stepped into the world of service and they've brought all their relationship ups and downs and all their life ups and downs and they've put them to the side, to the back burner. They kind of put them in a compartment to stand and service um, the general public who is definitely bringing in all their relationships ups and downs and what's going on in their life. And they like to talk about them while they're in the chair, getting their hair shampooed or getting their hair blow dried or cut or whatever is going on. Um, And this is a great thing in a lot of ways because uh, it's, again, therapeutic. We all need a time to kind of just vent and relax and let things go and just say like, you know what? Today was rough or this week was rough or guess what? This month was freaking awesome. I beat all my goals that I set for myself. Not only did I achieve them, but I exceeded them. So sometimes um, our beauty professionals become very important people in our lives because we've connected with them by sharing our deepest um, secrets and our memories and, you know, they've watched our kids grow up, Uh, but that can weigh a lot on that service professional. So what are some things that hairstylists should do to help take care of themselves? Now, I'm not a professional. I'm not a therapist, of course, but I have learned a few things that have helped me maintain uh, my mental health for the most part. We ain't going to say there's some There's some discrepancies there, but you know, for the most part, I got all my marbles or at least most of them. Um, One of the biggest things that helped me was to set boundaries 
and to be comfortable with setting those boundaries. So like every business, my business has business hours. And I had to understand that I could not set the habit with my clients or my possible clients by answering them any old time. I needed to set the tone that we would correspond about business during business hours. And at first I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose so many customers because I need to be um, available for them or they're going to say I have bad customer service. Um, That's not true. People have way too much access to you nowadays, especially with social media. So a lot of times I'm in a group and I've participated in that community group and I've, you know, said one or two things either on the subject of natural hair care for kids or on the subject of my business as a totality because I'm also in business groups. And then somebody will search me out and find my inbox and decide they want to tell me their life story or tell me um, how they need me or ask for advice or something to that extent. And I used to try to respond to any and everybody at any and all times. And that got to be exhausting. It wasn't healthy. um, It's not necessary. uh, And it was a drain. It was a drain on my mental and emotional health because I was literally constantly giving out, giving out, giving out, giving out energy and effort. And it's not necessarily returned in that way. So I finally, uh, my business mentor, who's now a business partner, was like, hey, you know, I deal with clients and they're paying me X, Y, and Z. And if I say my email return days are on Wednesday, they can email me all they want to on Sunday. They're not going to get a response until Wednesday because I've set those parameters. They knew what to expect. I'm not in the service. I'm not in an emergency service industry. So there's nothing that's on fire. There's nothing that's going to cause them great harm, they'll have to be patient and wait to the day that I respond to emails. And at first I'm like, yeah, that works for you. Like, okay, I don't think that's going to work for me. Um, But then I had to realize he's servicing clients with a lot more on the line and they're paying him a lot more and they're still able to wait. Um, I also realized that if I was constantly jumping at every notification and email, I was never getting a chance to really brainstorm about the next steps that were going to take my business to the next level, or that were even just going to help me provide better services in the right now. So I finally set boundaries and said, no more answering emails past the business hours. And if it's a Sunday or Monday or Wednesday, I'm not answering on those days either because those days the business is closed. And that really gave me peace of mind. It gave me days that I knew I could focus solely on my son or my family life. Um, It gave me days that if I just wanted to let my hair down or look a hot mess or uh, whatever it may be, have a little extra wine, whatever it may be, I knew I didn't have to answer any business calls or video chats or anything else. I could just relax. And I think that's necessary. I think that's necessary for anybody in any profession, but I definitely think it's necessary for people in the service industry. We can't be on all the time. We just can't. Um, I also think that it is okay as a business professional or entrepreneur to take a variety of days off. So we tend to deprive ourselves of vacations. Um, You know, most jobs have it 
very organized or very concrete. You can take this amount of time for a vacation. You have to put in a request um, this in this amount of time and you have to do it in this way. Well, when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have anybody dictating that to you. And so you get to decide when you want to take a vacation and you get to decide how you're going to let your clients know or how you're going to, you know, move your schedule around or your books or whatever. Um, A lot of times service professionals just choose not to take those vacations. Um, We don't, sometimes we don't figure out if we can afford them or we're running ourselves into the ground by giving these extra low prices. And so therefore we're never able to afford it. Um, And then other times we just really believe that we can't afford to take a week off to ourselves. Like our clients will somehow melt into sugar puddles if we take a week off. And that's just not true. And we need that week and our clients need us to take that week. Because when we come back from that week of vacation or however many days you give yourself, if you only give yourself three days, that's fine too. But when we come back, we come back refreshed. Our cup is filled. We're able to pour from our cup. Um, Maybe we need to see the beach or maybe we just need to see the inside of our house with no expectations of having to do anything else other than look at the inside of our house. Whatever relaxes you the most, whatever you can feel like, whatever can help you feel like you are on a true vacation, you should figure out how to do that. If you need to be on a cruise to be on vacation, then start planning it out. So 2020, I want all hairstylists to figure out, hairstylists and barbers, I want everybody to figure out how to take a vacation. Define what vacation would look like for you. Does that mean you're taking your kids or does that mean you're just going? Define where it would be and plan it out. Give yourself a vacation. Um, Along with the setting boundaries, it's okay to ignore your clients. Like it is not bad service to ignore your clients during your off hours. It is okay to ignore possible clients during hours that are not your normal business hours. Now I'm not saying it's okay to just disregard your clients altogether. Um, I'm definitely not saying that. That's disrespectful. That's not showing that you're grateful for them. But what I am saying is that if it is not your working time, or if maybe you're on a client, maybe your business is open, but you're actively working on a client and you have another call coming in, it is okay to let that client go to voicemail and um, for you to finish the client that's in front of you and then come back and check. You do not always have to make yourself feel overwhelmed and like you have to chase every fire that is now coming to you. But that being said, you don't have to chase every dollar. Not all money is good money. Some clients are just going to be more of a headache than they are um, a help. Or some clients, your skill set just doesn't vibe with what they want. And that's okay. You don't have to feel like you have to be a magician and a master of every hairstyling technique. And honestly, as much as hairstyling changes, you may never achieve that feat of being a master at all of them. But you can definitely master the ones that you enjoy the most and make sure you're clear to your clients and your possible clients what you excel at. Don't sell your clients a dream by telling them you can do a style that you cannot do. Tell them the truth. I have not tried this style. I'm not sure I know how to do it, but I would like to try. Are you willing to let me try? That is another form of self-care, just being honest. That takes the pressure off you. Um, It takes the pressure off of your client. Um, It 
it gives them realistic expectations. So when you're finished and they look in the mirror and either it's exactly what they wanted or, you know, you got some room for growth, nobody has to do that awkward pretending to like it or you don't have to end up in an argument with your client because you were honest. You set realistic expectations. You um, excel at what you love and you offer those skills more than you just say, oh yeah, come sit in my chair and I can do anything. I think being honest with yourself about what you love and what truly makes you happy is another form of self-care. You know what? The other thing that's a great form of self-care is take the time out to be pampered. Yes, you do everybody else's hair, but what's so wrong with taking the time out and having a stylist that you trust to go get your own hair done? And what about those conversations you could have with that stylist? Or what about if they learned a technique or learned a new way to do the same technique? Like there is a lot to be offered in going to other professionals in the industry. I, for one, am not opposed to going to other professionals. If I can find a professional that I think meets my minimal standards, which my minimal standards are really soft skills. Are you consistent? Will you communicate well with me? Um, Can I look at your social media to see what styles and techniques you offer. Um, And by social media, meaning I don't want to look at your personal page. I want to look at your business page. I want to know what hours you're open, what hours you're closed. Um, And then I can make my decision from there. So when I have reviewed a stylist and I've booked the appointment, I'm already trusting that they can execute that technical skill that I'm asking for. Because I look through their pictures to see if they have done it or something similar before. And then when I come to them, I'm not gonna dictate to them how to do my hair. I'm trusting them as another professional. I'm gonna relax, enjoy being pampered, enjoy the information and the conversation that we have, and then enjoy looking cute when I'm done. You know, and I feel like that is a definite form of self-care. Not only did I educate myself, but I also improved my looks and gave myself a boost of self-confidence. That is pretty much my favorite ways of self-care. My, oh, so I just thought of another one. Taking classes, like investing in yourself. That is definitely a form of self-care. Every time I'm able to take a class, whether it be specifically for hair care or just personal development, personal and professional development, I come back with so many ideas and so much inspiration and like energy, just ready to get started, ready to try this new, um, excuse me, technique out, ready to start um, a new habit. And it revitalized my life every single time, like every single time. Sometimes I can even get that done by watching particular TED Talks or YouTubes. And I'm like, oh my God, like, yes, I want to feel like that every day. Or yes, I would love to have that outcome. So what did you do in your life to get there? That is definitely self-care, like finding ways to make your ideal quality of life a reality is definitely self-care. So, okay, that really is my complete list of ways that hairstylists can practice self-care. This was a kind of short episode. Um, Please let me know what kind of self-care you engage in. What's your favorite? You know, you guys can leave a audio message on most of the platforms. If not, you can just email me at heykanisha at at tutustennisshoes.com. I'm always looking forward to your input. Um, 
you know, when I record the podcast, it's kind of like I'm talking to myself. But when you guys email me, that gets rid of some of that. So I appreciate it. As always, I appreciate your listening and your subscribing. And um, let me leave you with a hair care tip. How about that? I suggest as we are going into spring, you book an appointment with your local hairstylist and you get a trim. Winter probably tore up your hair quite a bit. Um, And it's still not over in some states in the Midwest and the North. Y'all are still cold. We are down here in 70 degree weather. Nonetheless, it's probably a good time for a trim. If you have natural hair, let her go ahead and blow dry it out so it'll get stretched and she can get a pretty even look and get a nice close-up look of your ends. Trim all those off and get ready for spring. Get ready to see new growth. Get ready for some new styles. Get ready to see a new version of yourself. I'll leave you on that. And I look forward to talking with you all next week.